Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, pleasure diva and body whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, sweet pleasure seekers. So happy to have you on this evening. And you are listening in to The Pleasure Zone right now. For those of you who are like, what have I stumbled upon? What is this? Who are the pleasure seekers? Is that me? What's happening? Yes, you are one of the pleasure seekers because you showed up and listened and you're on. If you just jumped off uh, in the last five seconds, then you won't hear the parts that I'm talking about. So maybe you weren't a pleasure seeker. That's all good. Pleasure seeker or not, welcome to the show. And tonight we're actually going to be talking about you know, a topic that a lot of couples probably have had in their relationship or maybe it's been on the back burner in their mind considering thinking about the possibility of talking about scheduling sex. And who really wants to have that conversation, right? Like it's an awkward conversation. So um, why am I saying this? Because, you know, why not? Maybe that's something I'm looking into. Maybe that's something that all relationships at some point look into. So we will be looking a little bit into that. For those of you who don't know, this is actually my uh, my fourth year anniversary. Yeah, so four years today, I started, it wasn't this exact day, but it was like the equivalent of first Monday of July. Four years ago was my very first pleasure zone. So my heart, I'm celebrating, and for those of you who are on listening um, and you've been listening to the shows, I know some of you actually listen to like every show I've ever done, and I'm so grateful for you. You're the ones that I actually create the show for every day, and those of you who are, happen to stumble upon episodes and they change your life, that's awesome too. So I don't even know how many episodes I have right now in the in my archives. It's over 180. I think it's close to 190. So there's lots of things to listen to, lots of topics. And ironically and funnily enough, after four years of scheduling shows and scheduling my life and scheduling my business and scheduling this and that and everything else and my daughter's stuff, I've never talked about scheduling sex. So Maybe today's a great day for that. Why not, right? So it's it's a very um, it's very fun actually, and w- actually it's really fun for me to have a show and for to, to say I've had a show for four years is is for me a really big deal because most relationships for me have usually been a three year uh, thing. So to have a relationship even with uh, my radio station, <laughs> my radio program, that means I've like hit the mark where I went further than. Uh, what is comfortable for me. So, you know, anytime I've had a relationship where I haven't, you know, walked away uh, after three years is pretty freaking awesome. Sometimes I've walked away and ended up going back for circumstances or something, but it's, it's a big one for me. So I'm pretty proud of that. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited to see uh, what the next three years create and what amazing topics I'll find in the next three years. 
Um, and for those of you who are listening and you're like, wow, how did she do that for four years? I dare you to just try it out. You can actually contact Inspired Choices Network, and you can find out how to become a host. I dare you. I dare you to get your voice on the air and get yourself heard. If I can talk about sex and crazy, intimate, scary topics for four years, you could talk about anything, darlings. Get a show. Find out what's going down. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, and you might even find that you find out a lot about yourself. So, quite frankly, for 14 years, I did therapy, weekly, weekly therapy, and weekly therapy cost me a freak load of money. Trust me, I didn't go to deep therapists. I went to pretty freaking high-end therapists. I spent a lot of money. Over $100,000 later, you know, I get to talk to you guys. And I actually get so much out of of myself and knowing about myself through my shows um, that it kind of blows my mind. I'm actually, in some ways, I listen to myself. I hear. I sometimes listen to my own shows over and over again a few times, too, because sometimes I'm like, that was insightful. I just gave myself insight. So, you know, if you're tired of talking to a therapist and you'd rather talk to the world because you know what you have to say is valuable, I dare you to actually go on Inspired Choices Network and ask for more information on how to become a host because it's fun. It is. It's actually um, one of my friends and the CEO of the station is actually listening and she always, doesn't always have time because, you know, running um, – an entire radio station does take up time in your life. Um, she popped on in and she said, yep, running your own weekly show is like personal therapy. It truly is in so many ways. Um, and it's such a gift. And it's such a gift to know and sense and feel that you're being heard. So that's another thing, you know, for for me, that the show has actually been uh, such a contribution to being heard and feeling like I'm being heard. So you can go to become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com to find out more about that. And in the meantime, I'm going to actually talk to you guys a little bit about the pros and cons of scheduling sex. Truly, what are the pros and cons of scheduling anything, really? But sex is such a factor because it's the pleasure zone, and that's what we're going to talk about. So if you, as an entrepreneur, for example, I schedule my day in a way that has it appear like I'm going to work. Because when I wasn't doing that, I was not creating a functioning business. Um, Actually, the same person writing the comments in the back end of the show today in the comments, um, I took many different business classes with her, and one of her uh, legit things that she says, she says many legit things, but one of the things that she did point out is you have to make yourself go to work when you're an entrepreneur and create an office. So it was a bunch of butt kickings from her that actually got me to have an office to create a, an office time. So now I'm not working a wee hours of the night making up for things. I've got my office. I go to work. Even though it's an office in my home, I go to work. And then when I'm out of the office, I'm out of the office. And then if I go back in the office for something that I've scheduled, I'm back in. So I really value having an office that I actually go to work. And having that schedule um, actually has me become way more efficient with my work. So I do schedule things. Even if the work is, um, say, like a 20-minute or half-an-hour job, I will put it on schedule. It'll be on my to-do list, and sometimes the schedule has 
things. Um, because I do so many things, sometimes I get emergencies in my work that aren't scheduled, but I always have uh, a way of making the emergencies fit in so that everything works out. And just like in a relationship, um, you know, when we stop actually making time for each other, it it can become kind of devastating. So, well, for me, anyway. So I can't speak for all of you, but if you've ever been in a relationship where you feel like you're the last priority, you're the last thing on the list, it can definitely be devastating, whether it's a friendship or whether it's like a lover or, you know, even if you feel like you're your last priority to the company that you're running, if you're, you know, an entrepreneur, if you feel like you're your business's last priority, it can be quite devastating. Uh, So when you actually schedule time with your company, when you schedule time with your lover, when you schedule time with your friends, you start to get that you're not only are you valued, but you value your time. Your friends value your time. Your business values your time. And there is a sense of being acknowledged. And um, there's just so, so much of a greater sense of ease for me personally, to know that um, I'm not yeah, being valued and also being acknowledged and that somebody's putting time aside for me is, for me, one of the greatest gifts. So I'm one of those people who one of their languages of love is actually spending time with somebody. Um, and that, for me, I'm not a good gift giver. That's not my talent. But if I'm making time for you, that means that I love you. So, and if I'm not making time for you, the chances are that, well, maybe you're not a priority. But generally, the people that that I love the most, I will squeeze in time, even if it's even if it's five seconds. I will try my darndest to squeeze in time somewhere to make that happen. So, when you do value something, make time for it, and that means relationship, that means your business, and that means sex, guys. So if you're valuing sex in your relationship and if you value sex as part of your relationship, definitely um, consider scheduling it. So one of the things, you know, that I was looking at, I'm, in general, other than work, I'm not the best at things like routines. I know I will take myself to work in the morning. That's part of a routine. I'm not one of those people who wakes up at 6 a.m., goes for a walk, does this, does the daily newspaper, does the daily... I don't have a morning routine. I I don't wake up and every day do the same thing. I don't even wake up every day and go pee um, first thing. Sometimes, you know, I might wake up and make my daughter's lunch first, then I go pee. So I don't really have um, a set routine per se, other than I know that I go to work, I will have my office hours, and my office hours are generally uh, the same every day, but that's that's the one part of my life that I have that's scheduled. And the rest of my life, when I sit in friends and stuff and talking, we schedule time with each other. Um, usually it's on the fly. Do you have time? Do I have time? That sort of thing. And when it comes to relationship, I don't actually schedule. So here's the big thing. Here's a big vulnerability for all of you guys to hear is that I don't actually schedule time with my husband lover. And that was actually one of the things that um, 
that had me write about this topic or talk about this topic. I also wrote about it prior to getting on air with you guys because I was like evaluating what are the values, the pros and cons of scheduling things. And I realized that this is not something that I'm choosing. I haven't been choosing to schedule time with um, with my partner. And I don't know if that's something that's required or not. And actually, I'm going to find out after this show. So that'll there'll be a big reveal maybe next week. Um, but I don't like schedule dates with him. And and it's funny because I do I do value the idea that scheduling dates with somebody um, can contribute to your relationship, being stronger, um, that you you know acknowledge each other and that you value your time together, all of that stuff. Dating even when you're married is huge and fantastic. And my husband and I just have not chosen that. So sometimes you get so wrapped up in your daily lives that you actually forget that your partner, your lover, your partner in crime and life and creation are they actually are people that maybe would like to spend time with you outside of the family, outside of work, outside of all of these things. And it became really clear to me recently that that's something that I know that I require scheduling dates with my husband because I had my dad living with me for two months and there was just so much of a lack of space in my universe and there was such a lack of sex drive in my universe it was like nothing was like nothing was really exciting for two months and my dad my dad went home 10 days ago and my life is starting to kick back in and I'm starting to look at like what were we choosing before that we aren't choosing now and what were we choosing before that having my dad here made it really obvious that I need something to change and so scheduling time for um, dates for me is actually going to be something on my topic list that I'll be talking about with my husband. Isn't this fabulous that you guys get to hear this before he does? So, hey, family members out there, if you're listening, please don't write to Uncle Mike and say, hey, Uncle Mike, Melissa's going to have a conversation with you. Just leave that off the table for right now, okay? I'll be having it later after the show. So no writing him letters right now. Awesome. And, um, you know, just like for any any stage of a relationship, whether you're brand new in it and you just met or whether you've been together for 50 years, having that time together outside of the children, outside of the family, um, is really valuable in keeping a strong and healthy relationship, all things that I know. <laughs> These are all things that I know that I might not have been putting into practice. So the fun thing is, is I have choice and I can start to put it into practice. And I'm actually really looking forward to see what that creates by putting it into practice and actually um, honoring the time, whether it's scheduling it and sticking to a schedule. Um, when I do schedule something, I do stick to it, which is funny, even though I'm not good with routines. If I have it on my list and I've got time put aside for it, I will follow that timeline, ironically. So if I if I put my husband on the schedule... <laughs> And I'm like, 9 o'clock on Friday, you're my date. Um, that actually would, funny enough, probably contribute to something greater. And it's just like you also have to consider does it work for the other person because the other person might not be interested in scheduling dates or whatever. could open up a whole can of worms. So I'm really interested to find out where this is going to go for me personally. 
But what I do know is that you have to speak your truth. And if what you require, for example, is more time with your partner or you require sex more often and you need to know that you're going to get some and um, and scheduling might contribute to creating that, have that conversation because it's worth having it. Even if it gets shut down, just know you've got your back and you're having the conversation you need to have. So, I yeah, I'm going to be having that conversation, guys. Pretty stoked about it. I just uh, would like to bring up a few things. Well, I'm going to be bringing up a lot of things. We're you know into the show right now, and I've uh, got a few minutes before I'm going to head to break. But um, think about this, for example. Just think about like if you really are somebody who likes scheduling things. If you prefer to have your day planned, and you're really good at planning, and you're really good at sticking to plans. Scheduling sex might be the numero uno thing for you to actually help you sustain a healthy, happy relationship and sex life. If scheduling is so not your thing and you are Mr. or Mrs. Spontaneity and everything about scheduling irks you, then maybe scheduling things is not your thing. And just know that about yourself because if you are scheduling something and you're not somebody who can follow through on schedules, um, and you're kind of leading the person with some false hope and false promises, that's not cool, my friends. You know, honor what you know is true about yourself. And if you're just like, yeah, you know what, I know that I'm not going to follow through on this schedule, you know, it's it's more kind to tell the person that you can't do scheduling than it would be to uh, say yes to the schedule and then break it off. I've seen that happen too many times with friends of mine who get their hearts, you know, all excited and all filled up and all excited for they're going to see their lover and blah, 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 and then the person um, pulls away and, and doesn't fulfill their plan of the schedule. And it can be extremely hurtful, actually more hurtful than just saying no to begin with. Because um, you get you get your, you know, your physiological body responds to that. Your body's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's going to be some fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like your body builds adrenaline. It builds all of these things. It builds all these, you know, the cortisone levels go up in your body. Like everything starts to respond, and your body's excited, 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 and then, bam, drop. It's like being super high and then being smacked in the head. It's not cool. It actually would be more cool just to say it's not going to happen than it is to have the build up, build up, build up, and then just, yeah. So please be kind. Do you like scheduling or not? And if you do, schedule, schedule, schedule. And if you don't, honor that. But please don't fake it with people because that's just not fine. That's just not a fine thing to do, my friends. So one of the things, yeah, so consider that and really look at that. Like, do you like scheduling? Do you like routines? Because if routines bother you, um, the funny thing, too, about sometimes scheduling sex is that, you um, actually create it as a routine and then the sex becomes routine and then it's like, all right, wham, bam, thanks from the front, thanks from the back, have a good night. But you can schedule things in a way too that could be fun with anticipation. Um, So we can look at the different ways you can schedule and what you can be scheduling for that can actually make scheduling fun so that you're looking forward to something like, hey, next week on Tuesday, let's bring out you know, strap on, oh yeah, you know, whatever's fun for you and your partner, that by the way would not be fun for my partner, but but if it's fun for you and your partner, 
bring it out um, and suggest it so that you actually have some anticipation for what you're looking forward to. So we're going to look at that and more pros and cons of scheduling sex here on The Pleasure Zone right after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at melissayelenich.com. Now back to the program. Welcome back to the Pleasure Zone, sweet pleasure seekers. I'm your host, Amelia Tsialanich, and tonight's topic is scheduling sex, the pros and the cons. You know, these are my pros and cons, and there's way more pros and cons out there. And what are your pros and cons to scheduling sex? Yours might be different than mine. So consider that, you know, maybe before having the big conversation about scheduling sex. One of the... Um, I actually have a client who doesn't come to me for very uh, many sessions, but he was talking to me about his wife and that they've been together for, I don't know, 20 years or something, and they schedule sex. And I was like, that's interesting. And how does that work for you guys? And for him, it works really well. And for his wife, she's actually not that interested in sex. So for her, sometimes it's almost like, she is, mm, I don't know that she's that interested in a relationship at all, but for her, the scheduling of sex is, it's almost like daunting. Like, I get the energy of her when he talks about it, and it's like her whole body shudders at the thought of, she's like, oh my God, I got one hour to count down, and I'm, oh my God, I'm going to have to have sex. Oh God, I don't want to. Oh my God, oh my God. It's this obligation. So, 
you know, be true to you. If you're trying to keep a relationship together and you're using sex as the glue, there's a bigger problem, guys. So look at that, and maybe your relationship really isn't functioning. And it's not about having the sex to try and make it stick together. Although sex can be sticky, it doesn't usually make or break a relationship that much. There are other factors that can definitely contribute to making and breaking a relationship. And, you know, scheduling sex, if your body's not interested in your partner anymore, you might want to consider either getting a new partner, changing something up, possibly um, getting some couples therapy, possibly walking away, maybe taking separate vacations. There's a lot of things you can do where you can get space from the person you're with that might actually have you, when you come back together again, feel really excited about being in their presence. Sometimes it's true that absence does make the heart grow a little bit fonder. You start to yearn for the person, get excited about seeing them again. So some things that you might want to consider. So if you are dreading the idea of, oh my God, if I scheduled sex, then I would feel obligated to my Tuesday night, you know, romp in the hay and my, uh, then I feel obligated to the Thursday night blowjob or if sex is that daunting for you, darlings, and, or sex with your partner is that daunting, there's something bigger. If sex in itself is that daunting, definitely um, schedule a session. You can schedule it with me. I've got lots of friends on the air that are fantastic um, coaches. Uh, contact somebody that can assist you and facilitate you so that you can actually enjoy your body and life again. This is the pleasure zone after all, and I'm all about contributing to creating greater pleasure, not about creating daunting, right? So if the whole idea of scheduling sex is incredibly daunting to you, put that on the back burner, look at it from another perspective of is it about the scheduling, is it about sex, is it about your partner, because there's something else going on there, my friends. And it's not just the women who are refusing the scheduling of sex. There can be men doing that too. So... um, you know, and there there can be some bonuses to it as well. And like I mentioned before break, sometimes with scheduling sex, you can actually schedule some things with sex, but not everything. Now, here's an idea. So if you are with a partner and you are having a, you know, and you are enjoying your sex life, but you might like want to spice it up, what if you scheduled a spice it up night? Could be once a month, once a week. I actually watched a, a program probably on Netflix because I'm forever watching documentaries about things like sex on Netflix. Um, And it was, I know that the documentary was about uh, swingers and um, this couple of swingers who have created a home environment where people go and um, they have these events that they hold once a month. And there was a couple that have a pretty, like, average, normal, like, lifestyle, you know, their average jobs, their average lifestyle. Um, And once a month, they schedule time to go to a swingers um, event for a weekend. And for them, that is keeping their relationship alive. And that works for them. So, you know, you can have this, like, very random, unscheduled uh, rest of your life, but you might be putting some time aside specifically to schedule for some extra fun, funky fun times. And, you know, you might be like, have some curiosities. Say, for example, you might be curious about BDSM, but you don't know really how to approach it. So there's a lot of things that you can 
um, schedule that can contribute to your body, your sex life, your pleasure, you know, your pleasure rising. So if you have certain desires, um, and we did, I've done quite a few shows on um, asking for what you would like, and uh, one original one was uh, The Big Ask with Melanie Clampett a couple years ago. Um, it was a great show, so you can look up The Big Ask with Melanie Clampett um, as, a, as a reference. And she gave some great tools on that show about how to ask for what you would like in the bedroom um, and beyond, of course, but the bedroom is a really intimate place to start asking for that and starting to schedule things um, for you so that you know when you get this anticipation tonight's going to be the night that you know you get to masturbate in front of your partner or something like whatever is something that you haven't done that you really want to do and you feel is a little naughty that you haven't asked for yet. You know, if you schedule that up and build that anticipation, build the anticipation for your partner and for you because maybe they're really interested in fulfilling your fantasy as well, and that can be a lot of fun too. So if you already are a couple that's having conversations about these things and you would like to add something to that, you know, add some scheduling into it, just scheduling the naughtiness, you know. You're having a great rest of your sex life and you'd like a little something-something else, Schedule in some naughtiness, my friends, because you're allowed, because it's your relationship. You can do what you like with it. So, Or I can just tell you what to do, whatever makes you happy. So some other things to consider um, with some pros for scheduling sex is that if you do and you can stick to schedules, then scheduling sex can actually create a sense of ease for you. Uh, so you know, you don't have to be thinking every night, okay, I'm going to ask my wife for sex, I'm going to ask my husband for sex. Oh, my God, what if they say no? I'm so freaking tired of being rejected. I don't know if I want to ask. I don't know if I want to ask. So, um, But if you have, if you are good with sticking to schedules um, and you, you, know, you enjoy that, then by all means, use it to create more ease. And then it's like off, it's off your mind, you know? And you've set time aside and you've basically said, okay, from this time to this time, I'm yours, you're mine, and I don't have to say no to you. And it's, we're agreed. This is our, this is our deal and deliver. That sex is on a Tuesday night, and this is what we're going to do. And that can be pretty, pretty sweet. So that you don't have to feel a sense of rejection or anticipation or the thing of, well, he should have to ask, or he should know, or she should know, and she should ask. Why do I always have to ask? Why does? And then all these silly arguments start to happen. So sometimes it can also be a great way to avoid the arguments of why don't you ask? Why don't, no, 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 Why do I always have to be the one asking and asking? So scheduling sex can get rid of some arguments when it comes to intimacy as well. Um, if that's, again, something that you guys can um, agree on in terms of agreeing on the schedule. And also if it's something that um, excites you, if it if it turns you on to schedule, go for it. It can also make you make sure that you're making time for your partner, which is kind of like either doing the dating or the sex, but sometimes it's literally just make time for your partner. Um, and if your partner knows that you have a schedule with them, they will probably feel really confident about the relationship. There's the sense of, of like somebody saying, okay, every Friday I'm yours. Awesome. Now I'm good to go. I don't have to think about it. Don't have to worry about it. Don't have to ask for it. I know every Friday I'm yours. 
every other night. If there's more nights, it's a bonus. But every Friday, I'm yours. Awesome. There can be such a sense of ease and confidence in the relationship just knowing that that person is choosing you and has told you when they're going to choose you. And the rest of your body can be like relaxed instead of being on high adrenaline of when's it going to happen? What's going on? Because your body, the funny thing about bodies is it doesn't have a really big distinction between excitement and whether it's, uh, there's a life-threatening situation going on. It's going to do fight or flight. Whether it's really excited or really afraid, your body's in fight or flight mode. And you could be like, am I going to have a date? Am I not going to have a date? What's going to go on? What's happening? What's happening? Your adrenals go on overload and all of a sudden your body's not functioning at its greatest and you might start to feel a little cuckoo in the head. So get yourself to have some more ease. Talk to your partner about just having a day. Like, look, can we just say that, you know, Friday nights at 9 o'clock, that's me and you time. Nobody else, that's just what we're doing. That's how it's going to roll. And then you don't have to think about it. It can just be such an ease. Having it on schedule and having, like, ah, just knowing, okay, 48 more hours to go. Okay, I can do this. I can do this. It's like if you were in jail and you knew that you had three months left in jail, you can start doing that countdown. But if they gave you an undetermined amount of time until you actually get out and you have freedom, you might go a little mental. So having a countdown and a timeline can be really, really helpful, especially when you feel like you're stuck and you feel like, oh my God, am I ever going to, if this is ever going to change, is this ever going to happen, is it ever going to happen, have a schedule, oh my God, make it work. So I love it. In the, in the background, there's a comment, make that schedule every day. I won't say the swearing part because I'm trying to keep this show somewhat PG. Jeez, Rhonda. So, and, you know, feeling like you are a priority can really make a whole relationship just so much more functional. When somebody does put you on schedule and you know you matter enough to them and they value you so much that they're going to make time for you, you can just like sit back and go, damn, they're making time for me. Sweet, I matter. I don't, you know, and the confidence is there and there's less codependency that goes on. Where are you? What's going on? I don't know what's happening. Are we going to see each other? What are we going to do? And then, you know, Sometimes scheduling can actually take away a lot of the whole codependency if the person, you know, starts to trust the schedule. So you got to really follow through on the schedule so that you trust the schedule and your partner trusts the schedule and you don't have to be worried and freaking out and wondering what if, when, 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 and then, you know, 500 messages later still trying to find out when, 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 and how, how, how. Um, just know that they're going to be there and just knowing they're going to be there can really be helpful. And it can also build that anticipation, like I was saying, like, you know that it's like 8 o'clock on Monday. You're like, woohoo, I'm on. So good times. One of the things that I found in the research, too, is the Institute for Advanced Studies of Human Sexuality in San Francisco says that scheduling your sex life gives busy couples more of a chance to stay together, which I thought that was kind of interesting. So I actually wondered... Um, you know, as much as I said it's not a glue, it can be something that can assist the relationship probably because you're having less arguments about it. Things are just, you know what's going to occur, so you're not, you know, fighting about that. And, you know, that would probably, it can 
the ease can ripple out to other areas, just like the poop can ripple out to other areas. So, yeah, have some fun with that. So also one of the things about scheduling it is that, for example, I'm an afternoon, I'm like the person who gets most horny around 2 o'clock in the afternoon. My husband is the kind of person who, he's random, but he's more like nighttime and I'm like half asleep when he gets horny. It could be like 2 o'clock in the morning and he's like up and awake and can't sleep because he's horny. Um, but and, and I'm more like two in the afternoon. So we're quite opposite. Our kind of horny schedules are very different. So to make it actually work, you know, having sex randomly in the afternoon and having sex randomly in the middle of the night because we're not schedulers uh, can actually work better for us than um, always having it at the same time of the day. So if you are scheduling and you each of you has a different, say, for example, time of day where you get horny. Remember to include your partner because there is a horny schedule for sure. If you're a morning horny person and your partner is an evening horny person, then part of the schedule should include your horny time and their horny time in all fairness, not just yours. Just saying, include your partner in this because believe it or not, you're the one having sex with their body, so maybe they'd like to actually have some input in there. It's, it's crazy. I know. It's crazy. So include them, and including them in the schedule can also have you know that you're valuing them and you're hearing them, which is a sweet thing to know that you value your partner, but also for your partner to know that you value them is even sweeter. So good times on that one. So <laughs> I love the quotes that are going on in the background, so I love it. Thanks for quoting, ladies. And there's, so we will actually be looking at some of the cons. I know, is there any cons to having sex? Well, there are some cons to actually scheduling sex as well. You know, just as much as there are bonuses to scheduling it, there, of course, are non-bonuses to scheduling. Depends on the kind of personality you are, right? So like I was saying before, like scheduling anything, remember if you are a person who loves that and loves to know what's going on tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock, I'm going to get oral sex. Woo! Schedule it all. If that makes you happy and horny, do it. And if it frustrates you and you feel confined by timelines or time constraints or anything like that, don't do it. It's really that simple. What is easier for you and what works for you? Now, Again, if you are spontaneous and your partner is a planner, can you work something out where one day is planned and the rest is spontaneous? There's always a way to have it work so that for both of you, you can each get what you require out of the relationship. So I know and I hear myself giving this advice all the time, which is just so darn funny. So now I'm, I'm getting to take my own advice, you know. Um, and I know uh, I know that these tools, these tools like scheduling things, actually do work. So just like scheduling time for your kids, this is a side note, but I do remember um, there was a story about a woman who had like 12 children or something, and all of her children ended up being super highly what she would deem successful people, and she actually scheduled time with each one of her kids every day. They each got half an hour of her undivided attention every day. Um, and I believe they were homeschooled as well, so she did work with them half an hour every day um, on their own. And they, 
you know, always valued that and she valued them and that really worked for that family. So if you can schedule time with your kids too as a side note so that they actually know that they're valued. I have dates with my daughter way more than I have dates with my husband. But um, if you can schedule that to make sure that your family also knows that you value them. So, you know, as much as you value your partner, value yourself, value your time and value your children's time, your family time, Super, um, it's a super way to have everybody feel included, um, valued, respected, honored, all of those great things. So I have so much fun things to talk about with you when it comes to cons. I know it seems funny that that would be fun, but it is for me. So we are going to actually talk about the cons of scheduling sex on the Pleasure Zone uh, right after this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, The worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight our sweet topic is scheduling sex, the pros and cons. So we're on to the cons, kids. And well, i got a bit of a list for the cons because they're kind of fun. So my question is, where's the spontaneity? You know, I'm kind of a spontaneous person. I grew up with a spontaneous mother who would just, like, get up and go, let's drive to Florida. Guys, we live in Canada. 
And she would just be like, let's drive to Florida today. All right, cool. Or she'd be like, let's go to this place. And we would just get up and go. We didn't schedule our, I think the most scheduled in advance we had a holiday was like one month. And that just killed all of us. The waiting and the waiting was like torture. So we're in our family, we just don't schedule these things. We give it like three or four days if we have to because we have to get a hotel or something. But we're way better off just hopping in a car and running away. Because that's how we fly. <laughs> so, where's the spontaneity, kids? She just goes down the toilet. Although, like I was saying earlier, you can do both. You can you can definitely schedule some and have some spontaneous times in between. It's not like the schedule is the only time you can have sex. It's just maybe the guaranteed time you can get sex. So, one of the other cons, and I forgot to write this on my list, is. So for those of you out there, guys who are not interested in having sex with women on their period, scheduling sex kind of would lead you into some times where the woman would have her period, let's face it. And so if you're not cool with getting your sword bloody, then that might not work so well for you. But if you're cool with getting your sword bloody, you can follow through on all kinds of schedules right straight on through, through the bloody sword time. It's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be okay. So also, I'm a big fan of following the body and what the body desires and requires. And one of the cons to scheduling sex is that what if your body's not interested? So, you know, if you're having like a... Sorry about that. I'm having some funny sounds in my head right now. I'm listening to my own sounds in my head. So um, there is this this thing with like if you a if you're if you're off schedule with your period, well, that won't work. If you Okay, cool. We're all good. We're having um I'm having some fun weather in my area today. We've had storms coming through. So if you hear thunder and lightning in the background, it's not me farting, honestly. It's actually thunder and lightning, just FYI. So I want to clear that up right now. So I'm a big fan of following my body. Um so farting is something about following your body, but um that's not happening right now and I don't schedule farting either. But if your body is interested in something, your body will tell you that it's interested in something. So if you're scheduling, the chances are you aren't actually following your body's knowing. That, to me, is a pretty huge con. Um, That's one that I I find is kind of like, ugh. So that is one of the main things for me that would kind of that, for me, even though it seems like it's only one point, is such a major thing to me about not following my body or what my body desires or having my partner not following their body or what their body desires. That would really, really bother me. So, you know, that's as much as it's one thing on the list, it's actually like a major part of the list to me. Um, and if that doesn't matter to you, that's cool. That's just something that I value is following my body. Um, It's something that I've been working towards and working with and playing with for a number of years. And it's something that I'd really like to be good at and um, trying to be like the master of communicator with my own body so that I know my body um, better than anything ever. I've got this body and I'd like to know it the best. 
So if I wasn't following it, then that would be going against pretty much everything that I talk about on this show about learning how to follow your body. So that's a big con for me. Um, Also, you know, there's no like playfulness and flirting required because you're like, I'm going to get sex. I mean, you can still do it, but it's actually not required. And so the flirting and the playfulness might get lost. Um, I know for me, I... I pretty much, my playfulness and flirting is, is silly and bizarre, and most people would find it childlike and amusing. Um, luckily, my husband finds it um, childlike, amusing, and then it switches over from childlike to intriguing, and then um, sexy and weird, and then he's in. So I'm the kind of person who will, you know, um, pull a mooner at him or throw my dress up and take my clothes off randomly, walk around, um, walk back to my room, put my clothes on and then walk around again like nothing happened. That's just like how I fly. So it's playful, weird and strange, but that is what works for me. And luckily that kind of flirting will often work for him too. Uh, I don't really have to say much. I just kind of do the walk around and like check out my butt. And then I then I get some fun times and I get some action. Um, so I just, uh, you know, got to, maybe if I have a schedule in my mind, it's Tuesday night, I'm going to walk around and show off my buttocks. Okay, let's go. Yay. Um, I could have an own schedule in my head that I don't actually share with my partner. And that's actually something you could do if you like the schedule, um, but your partner's not into it, you can create a schedule in your head and find out how to get your, find out what gets your partner um, excited, turned on, and ready to choose you. And just start doing that on the day that you have the schedule in your head. So truth is, guys, with schedules, I'm really terrible at them. I'm really, other than for work and going into work and doing my work thing, um, like I was saying, I don't have a routine. I don't work out every day. I don't even take vitamins every day. I'm terrible at those things where you go, you've got to take your vitamins three times a day. No, that's just so not my thing. So I would not be the best person to follow through on um, a schedule because schedules can be rescheduled. And like we were saying earlier, faux schedules are not cool. They're actually unsexy. So if you you know, are willing to just, just you know, stick through what works for you, that would be great. Um, and, you know, there's a few other things too. I hope I can get through them before this show is over. Um, also, how do you know when you're going to be psychic? Unless you're extremely horny and you can see into the future, and you're like, it will be, um, I keep picking Tuesdays. I don't know if Tuesday is going to be Monday or something, but I keep picking Tuesdays. Let's say it's like Tuesday, July 17th. 4 p.m., my body is going to be, you know, hot and throbbing and writhing for some good times, and that's what's going to happen. I'm just going to know it. Just going to know it. It's going to happen Tuesday at the 17th at 4 p.m. Oh, yeah, baby, I can see into the future. You know, oh, that is Christine's birthday. That's why I'm going to be horny. Sweet. I knew it. That's probably why I keep thinking about it. Damn it, lady, get that out of my head. <laughs> so too funny so you know and also if if i had to have my sex rescheduled i would feel pretty bummed i think it would actually be more of a bummer than just to know if if my partner was like you know how we have sex scheduled for this day yeah i don't want to um i would just be better off not not necessarily having a plan for it and then 
when I ask, I just get a no. I'm better at that than I would be at um, having my schedule turned upside down after having all my adrenals excited and up and ready and cortisone and all my hormones are jived to get it on. I would be really like bummed and, and like I know that that would hurt probably hurt more than just being said told no. I'm really good at receiving no's. I'm not so good at um, being uh, re- rejected as in first I'm told yes and then I'm told no. That doesn't work as well for me as just hearing no. I'm better at just no. Also, I think at some point you get kind of resentful of the schedule. It's like, ah, oh, this freaking schedule, I have to follow this, I don't even... So if you do get resentful of a schedule that you have, maybe reconsider changing the dates and times and maybe throwing in some spontaneity. Also, um, with schedules, for example, like if I have a schedule and I know I have to be at a certain place at a certain time where I'm teaching a class, I feel duty-bound to my schedule. And so if I've got a schedule, I'm going to stick to it. And sometimes that, you know, can feel like an obligation. And obligation sex isn't the most fun sex. So that is is another con to scheduling it is the feeling like you have obligation sex. Not so fun. So I want to thank you guys for sticking through the show, even though you might have thought you heard some thunderous uh, thunderclouds going on in the background. And no, it wasn't me farting. It was probably thunderclouds in the background. Just reminding you, again, that wasn't me farting, that was thunderclouds. Okay, cool. If it was me farting, I would fully admit it. That's, um, I would just say, you're welcome, because that's what we do in our house. And that is that is a fabulous way to end a show, is just to tell you guys that in our house, when we fart, we all say, you're welcome, um, which has caught on, actually, to the local community through my daughter's friends, who now do that at school as well. And it's becoming kind of like if you travel through Marmor, you might hear random people going, you're welcome, and you'll know what's going on. There's part happening in your area. So I want to thank you guys for staying tuned in, listening to that crazy little ending, and um, thanking you so much for listening to my show. And remember, I'm going to be back on live next week. Don't know what the topic is yet, but it'll be something fun, exciting, because you know me and scheduling, let's face it, I'm not the greatest at it. Thank you so much for being on. And check out my website, melitzajelenik.com. Till next week, I love you guys, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.